Hello, listeners. This is Sense of It All by Calvin Black. I'm going to let this rock, and then we'll get into the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I just want to feel right. I feel like the dreams that I had back when way really than my real life. I know that I'm good way more that I can see. This ain't what I'm supposed to feel like, yeah. You just got to roll with the letdown. Rest assured, life gon' move how it moves. Gotta be smooth with the get down. Stepping on the good side. Let me hit a groove with the people that I love. I just wanna give them good lives, yeah. No one here forever, so if it's not a long time, better be a good time. Cause stress ain't doing favors for no one. Any Back. day this whole thing can blow up. And no one knows what's next, so. Things are getting harder to call, making sense of it all while I can. Hoping I still grow and evolve, making sense of it all while I can. Something feel like Man, that is a hundred thousand percent on my summer playlist. That song is very chill. Thank I love it, man. Like it's like you sound raspy but smooth, and 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 it just man. Thank you, man. man. Just the lyrics, man. Like I'll tell you what, and we'll get into this further. A lot of like my favorite artists, you know, in the mainstream or whatever this year, have been dropping some of their worst projects to date, in my opinion. I I've heard that. I've, <laughs> I've heard that. Yeah, that and is. to have that, you know, as a as a deep song, as a song that you can get behind, as a song that you can just vibe out to. Uh, you know, times are weird, man. Times are weird. Like, just in America and just the music scene and, and post-COVID, no one really knows how to act or react to things. Yeah. Um, I love that song. Just just to sum it up that way, man. That's yeah, one of my favorite songs. So Thank you, man. I'm glad. I'm yeah. glad. Yeah, that's kind of, like, the spirit of it, too. It's, like, just trying to get a grasp of everything as everything's happening, but, like, Right. But chilling, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Hell like, yeah. Like, relax a second. Take a step back. You know, what are we doing? Um, but Just yeah. trying, trying to make sense of it all, man. Exactly. I love it. Exactly. And I think summer's a good time to do that. You know, in the summer, it's like things kind of die down. I mean, of course, you have different things going on and whatnot. And we'll dive into this after I do the intro and stuff. I, I, yeah. I have a couple more points I want to make on the song in particular. But it's just one of those songs for me, man. I just, you know, just full-blown AC, July, August, 105 outside, hot as hell. Right. Just... You know what I mean? Just going. So. Eliminate or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's a vibe. It's a vibe. Absolutely, man. Welcome to episode 157 of the Blake Mayfield podcast. I am your host, Blake Mayfield, and I'm here today with Calvin Black. He is a musician from Redding, California, right here in the backyard. Calvin, how are you, man? I'm great. I'm doing awesome. How are you doing today? Um, fantastic. Good, good. After hearing that song, um, and then George also hearing it, he was like, you should get Calvin Black on the podcast. George is the man. <laughs> Shout out to George. <laughs> George does a lot of networking. Like, George is the For man. Real. I go around Reading. We hop into a bar, hop into a spot. He knows t- literally 20 fucking heads. Always. It's crazy, man. Always. Always. <laughs> Plugged in. Tapped in. 100%. 100%. Yeah. I want to give a special shout out and thank you to all the Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcast listeners. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. I appreciate you guys very much. Also, the YouTube viewership. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. We will figure out the audio situation. Uh, just want to be transparent. We'll figure it out here pretty soon. The Oxcord was giving us some technical difficulties, so you are hearing this in, a, I guess, like an open air kind of space. It's not coming straight from the mixer, so we apologize. Hopefully, it still turns out good for you, and we will try and put a good product for you guys as well so thank you guys and last but not least i want to give a shout out and thank you to our sponsors black rose coffee and tea and rebel fit company and also spring gold farms we don't have an ad created for them yet we will record that i know george has been riding me on that one uh pause uh <laughs> <laughs> Got 
got him. <laughs> George has been bugging me about that for a week or two now. We will get that recorded, but shout out to Alicia and David Waters at Spring Gulch Farms as well. And now we'll play an ad from Rebel Fit Company. This episode of the Blake Mayfield Podcast is brought to you by Rebel Fit Company. At Rebel Fit, you'll find state-of-the-art gym equipment, a dry sauna, and the one and only posing room nicknamed the Ego Room. Rebel Fit also offers classes for those interested in kickboxing, has a PS5 to use once you're done with your workout and just want to chill, and a podcast room where you can record your journey, whether it be weight loss or life. Visit Rebel Fit Company at 161 Locust Street off of Athens Avenue in Reading. No contracts, no hidden fees, and a chance to transform your health. Come in and sign up today. Free flowing. Yeah, absolutely. Without further ado, let's get into it. So... I want to talk about sense of it all with you. We kind of dove into it, you know, the first minute or so of this thing. Yeah. And it's a super laid back, summer chill vibe song, but it's also just kind of reflective of the times. And maybe not for everyone, but people in like the millennial and the Gen Z generation. I feel like it's very like our heads are, are on a swivel and there's always so much going on on social media and there's yeah. always so much going on in the world and between shootings or just, you know, crime, uh, crazy shit's happening. Like even here in writing, you know, yeah. people are getting stabbed on their break at Taco Bell. Yeah. A song well. like that, I bring up all that around and bad stuff to say a song like that kind of pulls you back in it makes you just kind of it's like soul healing music and i'm not just saying that i feel like i say this to everyone i'm not just saying that because you're here i'm being for real you know and to be transparent with the listeners that's why i wanted to have you on the pod um was after hearing that song i'm like this song speaks to me i like this shit i can get behind this so i want to talk to calvin so what was your motivation for making that song is it because of the times is it something personal what was just the idea behind sense of it all honestly that started out with like a groove you know like i had the chords and was it felt uh weighty i guess not weighty but like it felt like something like substantive and I, but at the same time i wanted it to not feel as weighty as i felt those feelings initially so i just had the chords then i uh put the percussion and everything and you know um once i had once i had the beat down i uh was just it was just an honest thing. It was the first thing that came to me. It was like I just want to feel right. Like that's the first lyric of the song. Like I feel like the dreams that I had back then are way realer than my real life. Mm. Like that was the bar. You know, like hey, that was a bar. Calvin. I'm not like gonna hold that, you. But like everybody's in this space. Like you're saying, it is. I'm just speaking to who I am and what I'm going through. But like I feel like a lot of us collectively have had a weird couple of years. You know, pretty crazy. So it's like. Everybody feels like that, like something's off, you know, and, right. we, and uh, it's just sometimes it can make us feel I felt a lot in the like, like um, stifled or like frozen in that uncertainty. And so the whole idea of the song is really just like continuing to move regardless of that and make sense of this all while you can. There's not forever. We don't have time to be frozen in inaction and fear and everything like and there are terrible things going on be mindful of that but you have to keep going and you have to keep finding uh the light in in other things that you know are, are that are also happening you know it's not just one thing 
And so that's that's kind of the idea behind it. If any of that made any sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm just listening to you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, you, you take a song that makes sense of it all, and then you go to your newest song that came out June 15th, you know, just a couple of weeks back, yeah. um, Off Road with Space Cadet. And I yeah. want to get into the Space Cadet collabs later because I don't know if that's someone that yeah. you're related to. I don't know if it's like a that's, nephew, like a baby no, Keem kind of thing, but <laughs> you have a lot of records with space, him. Space, you hear that? You're my baby Keem, Space. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. I just realized I'm like, damn, Calvin and Space got a lot of records. I just, you know, we you do. never know that the, the 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 partnership, you know, nah, where it originally stemmed from. But real. a song like Off Road, where you're super gritty, aggressive, the beats going, the variance in the songs is very interesting to me. What was the motivation for something like Off Road after Sense of It All? Was it just you wanted to get your shit off? Was it just you wanted yeah. to kind of flex a little? We wanted to rap. Um, it's funny you're talking about Space. That's my. That's my. Very, very good friend um, and uh, close collaborator. Shout out to Space Cadet. Shout for out sure. to Space Cadet, yeah. man. He's in LA right now. He's uh, just put out a couple new songs too. Check those out. Um, but me and him and our, our other friend Aaron Fairchild, who's another, he's he's another person I could go on a tangent about, but he's so talented. Um, we were in LA where Space is uh, recording Aaron's album. That he put out a couple months back. It's called Back to the Ocean. I'm plugging all the homies right now. Let's go. I've heard, I've heard Aaron, of, yeah, yes, absolutely. Eric Fairchild, <laughs> Back to the Ocean. Get that right now. Um, but yeah. we went to go record that album and like really the, uh, we were just vibing and uh, sipping uh, mushroom tea on the beach. And, mm. and but like we just rec- like and just it and that's literally what the like off-road is it's like you know that energy of just like man how tight are we like just making this project with the homie in like the space of a week like from recording to mix and master like in the space of a week and then like just chilling and like celebrating ourselves and realizing our talent and our gifts again it was like there's nothing to there's like we don't have to follow the rules like that's the off-road of it all right is that it's like Let's go. Let's, you know. Like, right. Yeah. 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 Like, so, yeah, that's, it was, and that was, and it was fun. I did just want to rap, though. That was, you know, that was playing around with, like, flows and stuff was cool. Yeah. Well, how often, as an artist, do you feel that, where you feel that, you know, well, I am talented, well, I can do this, because yeah. I, I'm I'm sure there's been comments or people, you know, maybe to your face, perhaps, that say bad stuff about the music, say they don't like it, and I'm sure, sure you know, you get love as well, um, but... Is that because as an artist, you know, you kind of maybe find yourself losing yourself a little bit in, in the noise and the chaos? Or is it just like you just have to realize, like, man, I'm that motherfucker sometimes? I think it's just a natural part of, like, just the artistic process. I think you're going to have imposter syndrome from time to time. And I think the only real cure for that is to continuously work. Um, because then you're going to have those glimmers of it because the muscles just sharp at that point, right? You're the muscles strong and worked out and you're prepared. So when actual inspiration shows up, you're like, no, I'm the illest. I'm better than, you know what I mean? Like uh, Mozart who like, you know what I mean? Like that's really how it feels. That's, but that's really how it feels. Yeah. So like, yeah, I think for me, to the point of like people, some people have had, you know, negative things to say about it, but what's worse is when too many people have positive things to say about that's it. That's worse. I think that's worse. Why is that? Because that is blind, that blinds you and that gives you hubris and that like that Ego. dulls that dulls the muscle. You know what I mean? You it's not that like you shouldn't ever find like some peace in it, like, but you still always have to have something to prove somewhat, if that makes any sense. Yeah. I feel like that's where inspired art like lives and thrives, you know. I, you know, I'm not saying it's impossible to not make it out of that state, but that's the state I try to put myself in. 
when it's I'm like, making stuff. It's like working out for two hours and having McDonald's. It's like, yeah, bam. Like, what you, yeah, what are you, <laughs> come on. Like, what, what are you doing? Yeah, for sure. Well, let's go backwards a little bit. You know, we started with the new releases, but I want to ask you about how you originally got into music anyway. You dropped off your first EP back in 2018. Yeah. Uh, have a couple singles per year. I think that's the right way to go about it in this yeah. climate is just singles. Maybe even like two packs, maybe three packs, but EPs and especially albums and mixtapes, mm-hmm. a lot of songs go under the rug that artists have been working hard on for months. Um, so the strategy and how you do stuff, I want to get into, but how'd you originally just get into music and want to make music? Uh, that's a million years. <laughs> you know, everybody's story, my parents listened to good music, you know what I mean? So we were always listening to like really soulful stuff in the house. And my dad was always playing like uh, Marvin Par- Gaye Par- and Parliament Funkadelic and mm. Earth, Wind and Fire and, you know, all the classic stuff, man. Yeah, but definitely Marvin too. And Stevie, Stevie's the goat of everything. But um, Stevie Wonder. Do you think Stevie's actually blind real quick? Yes. <laughs> I think, I think, I think it's funnier than him being uh, able to see, which everyone suspects. I think that he is so rich, has been so rich for so long and is so bored that he just like memorizes like spaces, if that makes any sense. Like, so he tells that story about how Lionel Richie's in his, or Lionel Richie tells that story about how he drove him around like his property. Right. It, like, it, you know, a blind man drove him around. It's, yeah, because he lives there and he's Stevie Wonder. And he's like, like, he's not dumb. He yeah, knows his surroundings yeah. and your senses get stronger. Come yeah. on, come on. <laughs> I just had to, I had to see if you no. thought that theory was. It's any credence to it. If you if you've ever seen him live, no one tells more blind jokes than Stevie. Than Stevie, he tells all the best. You see Stevie Wonder live? Oh my god! Oh my god! How expensive was that shit? It was. I don't remember. My sister got me tickets for my birthday. It was such a. But that was like a formative. That was like a formative. Ah. Like, that's an icon. Cause he, no, because he came out on stage too. This is, I gotta say, he came yeah. out on stage and he's like, um, his voice sounds like really scratchy. He's like, I'm sorry guys, I'm under the weather. And we're like, oh no, like this is terrible. <laughs> and then he goes right into superstition and sounds better than the record. And I'm like, I love you. I hate you so much. How can you be this talented? Like, <laughs> he played for like two and a half hours. He kept extending it because it's Stevie. Who's going to kick a blind man off stage? Right? right. He's like, I'm, I'm sure we could get another 30 minutes. Right. And then, <laughs> then the crowd would go, yeah. And then he just keep playing. It was crazy. Uh, That's awesome. He's the GOAT. Sorry. Icon. <laughs> I love Stevie. But yeah, just grew up listening to a lot of really dope stuff. We got into um, like music in school really early. I was like an orchestra kid. I was like classically trained violinist and all that. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, for like uh, middle school and a little bit of high school. Then I then it wasn't as cool anymore. I wish I had kept up with it more, but I ended up doing more theory stuff in college anyway. But anyway, the point is... Like everybody in high school got a crack, uh, crack copy of Fruity Loops and, you know, yep. f- kind of figured it out, t- twisted knobs and stuff because there wasn't really like tutorials like there are now and stuff. But it was cool still just finding it out and learning how to sample and all of these things. Um, so like, yeah, so I've been making music for a long time. There's a lot of stuff that's other places that's not just on like streaming platforms or the you know the main DSPs now, but like okay, so there's like a bunch of like old stuff on SoundCloud or in other places maybe, but don't look for it or maybe don't do. look for or it or maybe do. I sometimes use the SoundCloud. I just put a verse on the SoundCloud the other day. It's just me rapping over like 
um, like a sample, just like a loop, and that's it. But like, I want to start using it more for stuff like that, and just use the DSPs. Talking about strategy, right? Right. Using like for you know more polished, finished releases, more classical, like commercial releases, like yeah, Spotify, everything else, and then on SoundCloud, I'll just put out rough ideas or like half finished ideas or sketches or something, and then maybe somebody hears that, and if enough people like it. Okay, I'll finish it, or we'll get you know some artist will reach out and we'll feature on it together or whatever. You know right. what I mean? But just have fun with it and just kind of because you got to keep the spark going. You got to like keep having fun. I heard uh, somebody say uh, it's called playing music for a reason. Like you know, for musicians and stuff. Like we're supposed to be playing. We're supposed to be having fun. So while I am thinking about mm. like proper strategies and how to make this thing bigger, like I am always prioritizing how good a time I'm having doing it also. Yeah, for sure. Well, so you bring up the SoundCloud thing. Do you ever fear old songs or old verses coming back and people like, let's say you blow up one day, number one on Billboard, whatever the hell, and people are like, oh, this Calvin Black verse from 2016 is ass, (laughs) it's terrible. And like, because my mom showed me a video. I bring this up. She showed me a video today of something from nine years ago on Facebook where I was listening to Bugatti, Ace Hood, Future. And I'm like, you know, I'm like a skinny white kid, man. I'm like 14. I was playing, I was in football pads, like after practice in the middle of the summer. I'm like banging my head. I have no, it looks, it was awful. I was like, get that off the internet. I'm like, if I, if anything, yeah, if anything good were to happen in my career, then someone found that like, oh my God. My mom's like, why? It's, you know, they, moms don't think of you that way. They think of you just as, as their, their little boy, little girl. It's all great to them. Yeah. And and, and they think it's funny, Yeah, but are there any verses or anything where you're like, man, that might come back to haunt me or have you just scrubbed it already? There's like certain stuff. I, okay. So for the most part, no. But there's just certain stuff that I just like, ugh, like I was rapping like that. Just like yeah. more I'm embarrassed of like, like rapper stuff. Like oh, that, those I was rap, I was using his flows. Like, you know what I mean? Cause you see the building blocks of like, that's a good thing to do though. Even though it's super like makes you cringe to do it is like examine that old stuff to iterate. Cause there are a lot of good ideas you might've left back there too. But for the most part, no. And I don't think I have anything too problematic. But don't go looking. <laughs> yeah, don't go exposing me. <laughs> nah, but yeah. Let's talk about this. In a lot of your songs, I mean, let's just take Sense of It All and Off-Road, right? Sense of It All is, is like this laid back, almost jazzy vibe, yeah. Anderson Pack R&B mm-hmm. uh, song. And then Off-Road is just, you know, honestly, it kind of reminds me of, um, what's that one future snippet going on TikTok? It's like, traveling in Atlanta. Really? About three, that's four, five, Phantom. Like, <laughs> like that beat reminds me. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> I don't know why. I, 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 that song and then that. Like, that's why I went to immediately. Two That's different funny. variances of music, though. One of them you're singing and, and pouring your heart out. Yeah. One of them you're rapping and, and flexing and, and, and kind of flossing and doing your thing. Do you think artists nowadays have to rap and sing to make it in the hip-hop or R&B space? I, or can they just do one or the other still and be successful? That's a really good question. And it's like, I think, first of all, it doesn't, I don't think, I don't think you have to. I don't think anyone has to do anything. You know, um, I think the artists that are successful nine times out of ten are people that people connect with regardless, right? But um, if you can do both of those things and you want to do both of those things, yeah, by all means, do that. Um, 
but I don't think it's necessary. Melody is a lot stronger in, in hip hop than it ever has been though. But that's because it was almost devoid of melody at the beginning. It was literal, like it was drum machine sounds. Right. And, you know, maybe a sample that was, you know, scratched in and then just some guys like, you know, rolling in my six. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So it was like, I don't know. I think it's, I think that's an interesting question. I don't think you have to, to be successful. Cause no, there's plenty of, you just are probably going to end up in a different offshoot of uh, hip hop. Cause that's the thing. We don't break up like the genres in hip hop, like as, as, as much as it is in like other things, you know how like rock is super fragmented. You know how you could be like, somebody would be like, that's, Post shoegaze, blah blah blah. Like those, that's they, hard rock. Do you know that's what I mean? Metal, or yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? Death and metal, all these, yeah. all these Soft rock. there are so many different genres. But within hip hop, it's like it's just all hip hop. So people compare future to JPEG Mafia or compare like a kid cuddy to um like two chains or something. And that's not all the same music. And you know, but there are people that are just succeeding right now with just the really, with just rapping, like the Earl Sweatshirts and stuff. You're going to be more indie. Uh, that kid, Mike, from New York, his name's just Mike. He raps with Earl and stuff a lot. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All of those guys, the Z-loopers. And all, like, there are people that are succeeding in those veins. The Griselda's of the world, they're making right. a lot of money just rapping, just rapping from over like heartbeats. From, like, Buffalo, New York. You know like, what I'm saying? Yeah, not they're even from like, New York City. It's exactly. upstate now. It's, it's like, so it's, I think those lanes exist. And I think if you want to you know do it all it's been kicked wide open like we're so post the drake era post the you know what i mean like sing if you want to you can and even if you can't sing if you can write a good melody that's more important that's way more crucial than necessarily having to be a good vocalist but like i like working on vocals too i like doing both of those things because i grew up like i said music kid like and really was ashamed of my voice for a long time like my singing voice really it was always like like trying to just like now nah, i'm the backpack rapper like raps like bars like i will battle anyone hit like huh. that was my energy and, and and then it was like it got to the point where it was no nah, these things sound good and that was what was just coming to me the the easiest it's so f- it's such a different thing, both ways of like both of those songwriting styles between like hip hop and like an R and B, like neo soul sort of thing. Those are so interesting. How different those like to me at least inside my head writing that those type of songs are. So yeah, yeah. Well, it's, I, it's fun for me. Yeah, we bring it up. I bring it up just the rapping and singing. But I feel like the OG for that. You bring up Drake. I think Drake's the one that blew it wide open. But honestly, I think 50 Cent's the OG of that because 50 was doing a lot of, There's, you know, uh, even maybe someone like Nate Dogg. I, I, Nate Dogg was more of like just the chorus as he did yeah, the hooks. But 50, mostly. like, you know, many men, many yeah. men. Like, he's he like, did. he's kind of singing, but he's not. He's kind of rapping, but he's kind of but melodic. Who was doing that before 50? Ja Rule was doing that before him. That's true. And who That's was doing true. that before both of them? Who? I don't know. <laughs> But the, the point is, there was uh, probably, Snoop, there's probably I mean, a Snoop would kinda, there's probably a precedent to somebody doing that. Yeah, beforehand. for like, sure. M- I always give the, the the credit that everyone gives, like you know Kanye for 808s or like Drake afterwards. Like yep. I always give that to Andre 3000 because I think Speaker Box Speaker Box Love Below changed my life. That that album right there is probably the answer to that previous question for me of like why I do it. You know what I mean? I guess like or. That is the like offshoot of that point for, for hip hop for me at least. Like it just changed everything. 
Because he literally just sang the whole record, bro. Like, right. He rapped like he raps twice on it, but he sang the whole record, and it was like a jazz record about like love and feelings. It's like what. What are we doing right now? And it now? works because it's Andre. It's Andre. He yeah. can do anything. He's the guy that wears like the head wraps and stuff. Like, what do you mean? Like, He'll walk down the streets of New York playing the flute or the sax or whatever. It's... Isn't that the best? He's the true goat to me. Just the side tangent. Really? He's the true goat to me of hip hop because he uh, he saw the zenith. Man went like diamond and then just like, now nah, I won't do this anymore. And when I do get approached by people who I do want to like rap with, I'll show up and smoke everything. Like, what's the last What's the last bad Andre 3? Have you ever heard a bad Andre 3000 verse? Even on the albums and stuff. That's what I'm saying. Like, he just, the verse every, every on Donda. Time he links with, yep. Every, verse, every time he links with Frank, Kanye, Drake, Wayne. Every time he links with it, because he was on Carter 4, Taker. Every time he links with them, he, fish grease. Smokes it every time. Yep. It's like insane. It's like, so... That's, he's my true George. goal. And he, and he could leave. He just left. Like, you know what I mean? He'll pop in for two minutes. Yeah. I'm out for a year. Yeah, later. I don't need to be here. Like, the rest of them, I don't think their ego can handle that. Yeah. It's like, it's like Kanye said at the end of Power. Do you have the power to let power go? I think that's the illest thing he's ever said. And he obviously proved that, no, he he, can, he does not. Hell no, he, he don't does got the not. power. Oh, he's Andre too addicted. Andre does, but Andre does. Yeah. Lauren Hill. <laughs> and Lauren Hill does. Exactly. Lauren did. That's what I'm saying. You're right. <laughs> Them two, the goats. Andre did, yeah. Yeah, for real, for real. You feel me? That's real spill right there. Sorry. <laughs> I had to go off on Yeah, that. no, you're good, man. You're good. We bring up the fact that you dropped the five song EP to, you know, start your, your DSP career. I'll, I'll put it that way, yeah, you know, on yes, Apple and Spotify yes. and stuff. And then it's been one song here, one song there, one song here, one song there. I noticed a lot of them. You did put out a two pack in 2019 on the same yes. day. Um, but a lot of this stuff is just one at a time. Yes. Why is that? Do you think artists could still make full albums and drop full albums and it will still be appreciated in the same vein? Or do you think it's the new... I always compare it to the Russ way of things. How he did one song a week yeah. for two years in a row consistently, got the major label deal, what you want popped, and he was out of here. Yeah. Do you think that's the right way to go about things and that's just the new age, like the 2020s version? Or how do you think... You know, Tell about you and then other artists. How do you yeah. think artists should approach dropping? I think... I can't speak for other artists at all, but I think that just, I think that all of the avenues of making it, so to speak, or like, you know, approaching your career are still valid. I think if people want to go the super old school way and send them a demo, I'm sure they could probably get somewhere with that because people aren't doing that anymore. You know what I mean? But right. I, I, as far as the release schedule stuff, um, that was all really just, uh, it was just kind of like personal stuff. And honestly, going forward, I'm trying to be um, a little more regular, you know, and consistent with uh, releasing stuff. I actually was trying to put something out tonight, but it'll probably come out in the next couple of days. But that's what I'm trying to, you know, every couple of weeks or something at the very least. I don't want to, you know, make it a thing. But I get... I think you can do things a bunch of cool ways in this time that we live in. Like it was so even having access to a DSP was like impossible when I started making music. Like you know five I mean? years ago, for even real. five years ago. But yeah. like I'm saying when I was in like high school, when we all like when kids started doing this and it's like, man, we had like my spaces and do you know what I mean? Like it wasn't, there was no way for this to happen. Now kid, you got 20 bucks. You can upload everything you want for it is to all the DSPs for a year. That's $20. Right. Get you a DistroKid account. 
or yep. like a TuneCore. TuneCore tune just changed their prices to be more competitive and undercut DistroKid. So all these kids listen, if there's any kids listening, that go to fucking TuneCore. Yeah, exactly. Go to TuneCore. So, but um, and just you know, so having having the access to that, I think we can just release stuff in a lot of cool ways. Me and Space and the guys, we actually have conversations about this all the time because like you can do, people are doing those cool waterfall releases now where they'll just release the album like a, a track a week or have every couple whatever until all of the songs are out and then they package it together as an album. They keep the streams from that. <laughs> I didn't realize you guys call that a waterfall. That's called a what? That's called that like a sense, waterfall though. release. Like yeah. You just drop the album sequentially like that. Like you can do whatever you want. I can drop these songs right now and like change things about them and re-upload them. Like, you know what I mean? Like I can do whatever I want. And so I want to just have more fun, you know, be more playful. Like we're saying, I'm going to keep bringing that back. But to, with with all of this, because that's like I said, I, it makes it way easier to get things done, and the business is better when you're having a good time. So, yeah, and just playing some more shows. I need to get back outside again. It's really been a second. I haven't um, been as active out in uh, performances as of late, but that'll change real quick. That's been a couple of years though. I mean, everyone's had to take a couple of years. Yeah, you know? but everything was so busy before that. And you know where I messed up is that like after you know people remember you and stuff, but it's like. After everything opened back up, I just kind of took too long to get back into that pool of everything. So everybody's like booked up. You know what I mean? Mm. A lot of places are like, or at least my usual watering hole. So that's cool. It gives me opportunities to go uh, spread my wings and splash some, in some new ponds. Yeah, yeah, man. Yo, I'm good at making friends, like honestly. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's nothing. And the I feel the honestly the most comfortable with my music in the live setting. Like I feel like a lot of people... Like, even if they don't get it, they, like, get it after. Like, they see it, you know? Or even yeah. if they don't dig it, they, like, nah. I still, like, really rock with what you're doing. It's a weird thing. So, uh, yeah, those two things. I would say that to any artist is just, like, figure out a creative way that is fun for you to put out music at a semi-consistent pace. So, you know, because what what Keep happen- people engaged. Yeah, well, keep people engaged and... You know, people, if you get real fans, they'll, if they really love your music, they really love your music. You don't have to, like, you know, gamify it like that. But I always look at it as when you find that next person that's going to be like, no, I care about this artist like that. What's what's the thing you do when you find an artist you love? You're like, you hear a song, you're like, oh, my God, I got I to gotta hear everything they did. Everything, yeah. So give them the everything. Give right. them a bunch of stuff that they can go back and parse through and, like, the odds and ends so they can get it. They're trying to connect with you. So that's what I'm trying to be more Try to be more open. I'm kind of like a... Uh, a hermit? I, yes. I lurk. I lurk and I roam and I'm not outside as much as I need to be. But I, I shall. That shall be changed. Well, I mean, it's a little hot. I mean, it's I, very all hot. jokes aside, but... It's <laughs> you very know, hot it, First, it's hot. It's and crazy. second of all, I mean, the last couple of years have been, you know, tough. And, and now yeah. different places are opening up and whatnot. George, do you have anything you want to ask, Calvin? Or, or am, I, am I in this? I got this. What? Okay, got gotcha. you. Like right when I was about to. <laughs> My bad. I'll, I'll come back to. You. I'll come back to you. Let's talk about this, man. You mentioned playing and, and being in band and whatnot when you were a kid. Do you play any instruments now? What kind of instruments do you play? Yeah, I play keys a little bit. Like I'm not like super tight, but I know you know I can play. I can play around with folks, and um, I produce all my stuff, so I'm at least good enough for that. So, but um, mm. but you know you know producers can cheat, but I for the most part I play everything. Um, and then um, I'll uh, I'm trying to pick up violin again. My homie lent me one. 
I need to. I was gonna say, are, are you gonna do violin again, or is yeah, it just one of those? Yeah, because I, I want to just like it, I could just track some strings for myself and make that sound like super crazy on the. You know what I mean? Like, right. I just from the sound design perspective, that's the thing. Is like I try to, and my friends tell me this too. Like Calvin, you don't need to do all of the, all of the things, and it's like nah. But I like I want to. Do you know what I mean? I want to be that close involved with all of it. I want to play the chord progression. I don't want to just have somebody play it for me. You know what I mean, I want to sequence the drums myself. I'm going to write all the raps and all, I'm going to write every word that I rap or sing. You know mm. what I mean? I'm going to record it probably if I'm like if I have my stuff with me. Then and if I have that, then I'm going to mix it. Like I'm going. I want to do all these things. Like, and why can't I? There's so many. Like we're talking about Russ. Russ does it. Russ can do it. Right. I can do it, and not no no shots. I didn't mean that like that, but like, you know, <laughs> but because like you know, uh, I get you. Because more power to that man. But yeah. like you know, because Dr. Dre it. did it on the Chronic. Dre yeah. he makes him master his own thing. You know what I mean? He recorded like, himself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I yeah, I want to be like I want to be like that. That's it. that is part of it too. Like looking back at those like old legends and stuff, and I I love Kanye and watching like the old um, the like making of the late registration documentary like just seeing him I say, it's John, just, it sounds like genius was one of your Gen, genius is great uh, great doc on netflix that third episode hurt my feelings man it hurt your feelings yeah the, well, well, why have you seen that meme about it there's like the meme where it's like the the, the black dude staring at the computer screen that's like smiling and then like the sad face one but it's like three of them, so it's like two are smiling, and that's the first two episodes of the Genius Doc, and the third one is because in the first, the first two, it was so nostalgic, and you kind of saw this glimpse into this person that we hadn't seen before. But it's like, was he really that? He was really that guy that was just that passionate, like that we thought he was. And talking like, about how great he is, yeah, like he was doing that at twenty one. He really, like, was really, and then the third yeah. episode is like. Oh, he really did become all of those things that I feared he did. Like it was like watching it was like watching Star Wars. It was like watching Anakin become Darth Vader low key. But <laughs> but but I love him still and I like that's you know, that's just what it is. People change and you know. Right. It's whatever. Well, even with Cootie, you know, the guy that directed it and the guy that, that filmed all of it, you know, that's been his friend for over thirty years. You yeah. know, friend loosely because they were on and off and he played him crazy, bro. I could not I can't. That was crazy. Bro, Kanye it, said fuck off for like seven years. Bro. At the height of his career. Bro, he forgot his name while he was trying to interview him, bro. You, if he ever, if any of my boys ever played me like that, that's a square. That up. was crazy. That's crazy. I know. Like when I watched it back the first time, I'm like, oh, he's just drunk. He's just messing around. I'm like, oh no, he actually don't remember Cootie's name at all. That's insane, bro. <laughs> that's crazy. Insane. He that's... got so drunk. George, what you get in here a little bit, man? What you got? Um, So... Uh, we're a couple of weeks removed from the Kendrick review. Ooh. And I was going to ask you what you thought about the album. And if you think it fares, it's the best album uh, this year. Uh, we personally have the weekend uh, best release Don FM. Don FM is really good. <laughs> a lot of people are talking about the shout out to y'all for talking about Don FM first off. Because it's a really Don FM's album that's of the cool year so concept. far. That's a cool concept. Yeah. Um, I actually, I've been listening to the, to the Kendrick album a lot. I have. And I've been like not, I didn't want to. Dislike it? I didn't want to. No, it's not that I dislike it. I love it. It's not. I just didn't want to like talk about like and dissect it before I had listened to it as many times as I have. And I, I, I really appreciate that he just did exactly what he wanted to do. I think I think what this album suffers from for most listeners, for most of the audience, is that 
it's a failure of their perception of who he is and what he was doing. I think this album is the album he always wanted to make. And I think everyone else thinks that all the other things were like more so what he wanted to say all the time when he was just, they were, they were what he wanted to say, but he also also had, yes, he had to present them in a way to, like butterfly. Yeah. He had to mainstream it out because he's still Kendrick. Yes. Yeah. And he did that with all of, even though, even though people will try to say that that's not what butterfly is in a way, but it is. Dude, all right is the most mainstream, but it's a hoorah great, but, song, but and it's, it's a, a great, great song. song. It's a, it's great, a great song, song but I love, it's I love it. But you could tell, you know, we gonna be all right. Like, Pharrell, so on the, it, it's hard. I guarantee but it's you, commercial. I guarantee Pharrell wrote that hook. He made the beat too. I know, but I yeah. guarantee you, he wrote that. Like, because that's a that's even a that's a Pharrell cadence. Like, <laughs> it we is. Be all right, and then like the the do do do, you know, like the yeah. four beats before he goes yeah. into it. Yeah, I oh, mean, that's a signature. If, if, man, if I'm going to pay all that, I think about it this way, because these artists came up listening to it, too, though. If I'm Kendrick and I'm paying however much I'm paying for a Pharrell beat, you better do the four count. You know what I mean? <laughs> I want the old Neptune sound back. The pew, pew. He hasn't done that in forever. I want the Neptune sound. He did a little on the Push It album. I don't know if you listened to the Push It oh, T yeah, album. He, he did. did a little bit no, on the, he did. like, let the smokers shine yes. the fucking hoops. Yo, yo, that's. No, that's my album, yeah. Dude, that song is hard. That's the hardest song I heard all year. Bro, that's incredible. I, I can't tell you one word he said, but just the beat and his the flow. The way and he's just... rapping on um, Dreaming of the Past, just like the way him and Ye get together on just the sample chop records. And Became a minister in my prime, so I gotta be shine. Come on. Ah, like, that's I what Ye said. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> no, you gotta throw up the rock. You it's crazy. It's crazy. No. <sighs> I love it, man. The war show is the only way you just can rob me. Just. And then what push is that? He's like, uh, I walk down like Brady, get better with time. Yeah. Didn't, didn't have to reinvent the wheel, just another design. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. Phew. Haters is out of his mind. Critics is out of his prime. Still always have where the money at like lottery signs. Still mm. I climb. Rock star. Third eye blind. Bro, look, bro, come on. Come play with push, bro. <laughs> Come on, I can't, I can't. No, but the Kendrick album, I think, is really special. I think it's not supposed to be for everybody because, like I said, I think he was really trying to do something for him. Like he put his therapy sessions on tape. Yeah, like that. Oh yeah, especially we cry together. Oh my god, yo, I love that. (laughs) Yo, you know what's hilarious? Play the uh, censored version of it when you leave here. Oh jeez, it's hilarious. Play, play. There's a the edited, (laughs) bro. It's hilarious. I can't believe they like put that on the clean version still. You. Yeah, you. It's crazy. The fact that they actually did that, you know that you know that he's laughing about that. Oh my goodness! I can just imagine them like in the studio because I don't think they recorded separate. They had to just be in two different booths. That's energy. Fuck you, motherfucker! Like just going back. That was probably the most fun session ever. I guarantee you, they were laughing so hard. I guarantee you, they had to do that like eighty six takes or something. Like that's insane. There's no way you get through that with a straight face. But it's it's very cool. I like I like that. I like what he's trying to illustrate with those things. And um, I think that he just kind of paints with his own brushes and his own technique. And yeah, for me, it works for me. I get it. Um, but I I get if people didn't if it didn't rock with other folks. But yeah, Kendrick's still one of the goats, though. Absolutely, he's still one of the goats. He's still the best from this generation besides Drake. I think it's he's better than Drake. Yeah, he is. I think he that, is. But I think that but Drake... But they're, they're two different styles. Yeah. And I think Drake gets a lot of hate. I think a lot of people... Unnecessary hate. I think people 
think over hate Drake. I think the people think what he does is they can never do what he does. <laughs> a lot of people that talk down on that guy, it's like do it. Whoa, that's, but that's that's always like when it when it comes on the song, it's like I right. <laughs> like I'm just Yo, gonna listen to this. That that album is. Uh, Honestly, never mind. What are your thoughts? Uh, it, you know, I'm sure I'm going to go to some parties this summer. That thing going to be cracking off. And you're going to hear Sticky? <laughs> Jimmy <laughs> Cooks? Sticky and get? Hey. <laughs> Yo, hey. that fuck is crazy, though. But, um, <laughs> but um, it's another situation where it's like two things. It's like, this isn't what I wanted from him. You know, I was really hoping when we were getting a surprise Drake album that we were getting more of a... Um, yeah, if you're reading this type energy, I was hoping okay. we're gonna, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. one of his best tapes. Um, yeah, and that was a surprise. Exactly. He dropped that out of the exactly. sky. Exactly. So I was hoping he On was like Valentine's do that. Day or something. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? So he needs like, he, 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 he doesn't need to do anything other than what he's doing. And I get why he's doing what he's doing. But I don't like the audience being like, this ain't I, what I wanted. I don't like the audience hating on him for that. And I really don't like the people that are like, Y'all brokies don't like he, this. Is for you know day parties yeah, and yachts and Miami and, nights. It's no, like you ain't living like that either. And, <laughs> and if you are, it's on credit. And that's <laughs> and that's lame. If you're doing that for a Drake album to show out, yeah, like that's lame of you. I got beats, man. I'll put the beats yeah. in and listen to it that way. Bro, Thank everybody you. got the same ears. If we don't like it, we don't <laughs> like it. it. Don't gotta do it. Nobody's bank account. You ain't balling like that. I don't like that. People do make too many excuses for Drake, and that's where the Drake haters feed off. Because like, oh, it, all these fans make all these. And I'm a Drake fanatic. Like, I, I know Drake. bars like the back of my hand. I love Drake. But the new album, I'm not sure on. We're doing a review next week on the pod, so tune in for that. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, nonetheless, I, I don't, I'm still getting my thoughts together. I like to give albums two weeks. First yeah. week, I listen to it once, and I don't touch it again. I did that with Kendrick. I didn't touch it for the first one because mm. everyone's like, oh, this is the greatest thing since sliced bread. Kendrick's back. King Kendrick. Or it's like, he's trash. Cole's always been better <laughs> since Butterfly. It's been Drizzy. Six God. You know, and I'm like, it's too much. Let me for take real. a step back for a week. Yeah. I'll come back to it on my own time. The hype will be kind of died down. First week sales will be in. The trolls will kind of go on back under the bridge, sure. you know, uh, so to speak. And, and it's easier for me to process. So I have a few records I like. I'm not a fan of that Jimmy Cooks. I wish you would have just went like full R&B. Even yeah, sticky is it it's feels cool, jarring. But, it feels jarring at the end. Jimmy yeah. Cooks does not like. You know what I mean? It feels for me at least. If it's like because I've been nah, I've been two stepping this whole time, and now you, now you came back with the like right, like the, like I, I got caught off guard. But what do you think? What do you think? Yeah, what do you think, George? You Honestly, think, never mind. By Drake. Um, we talked a little bit on the Lost Pod. Um, it's a vibe. I I, I don't hate it, but it's it's definitely not. Um. Old Drake, I yeah. feel like it's he's just experimenting. Um, yeah, sure, definitely. he's living a different life, party partying, you know. Exactly, he, he wants to make music for his, uh, you know, his agenda. His his when parties. he hangs out with the billionaires yes. and plays spades and the bitches yeah. and Instagram gambling. stories, gambling online on yeah. a jet. Yeah, it's a vibe. Good for him though. For I, I do love Drake. I love. He's a guy who loves himself, and yeah. I and I like that. You know, people. Yeah. He's not like arrogant, but. You know, he's having fun being goofy. And Drake seems like a great guy. Like, honestly. Everyone like, says he's like the nicest dude. I know. For how, like, big he is as yeah. a star. Because he seems, because that just seems like the actual energy from him, man. And, like, good for him. I think, like I said, like, he's, at this point, it doesn't matter what we think about an artist like Drake. Because, like, he's too big to fail. You he know what he I mean? went like, number one today. Billboard's like, yeah, he had the most albums sold last week. Number yeah, one. Yeah, it doesn't His matter. His seventh in a row. Like, I Jesus. mean, like, as soon as the record drops, like, every one of the songs charts. So, right. like, and that's how his, that's just how his albums work. 
Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not just a thing that happened this time. It's, right. You know what I mean? So it's like, regardless of how we feel, they, he's knows what It'll he's pop. doing. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, it's so. still going to pop. Exactly. Yeah. So. Let's take a break real quick, man. We're yeah. going to play Dad by Black Rose Coffee and Tea. Then when we come back, we'll talk about some of Calvin's musical influences. Your thoughts on the current ready music scene and then any chance of a project later on this year. Oh, yeah. Perfect. When we come back. Awesome. This episode of the Blake Mayfield Podcast is brought to you by Black Rose Coffee and Tea. Are you starting a brand new diet and want something organic and delicious? Want to support a locally owned and operated family business? Have you ever tried peanut butter in your coffee? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, then you should try out Black Rose Coffee and Tea. At Black Rose Coffee and Tea, you'll find all sorts of pairings you won't find anywhere else, such as the white chocolate and peanut butter blend called the Ecstasy, organic on-tap kombucha, and the chance to make your furry best friend Instagram famous through their at Dogs of Black Rose page. Visit Black Rose Coffee and Tea at 9539 Old Oregon Trail in Redding, California, open seven days a week. Bring the kids, dogs, or whoever you hold near and dear to you, and rethink the way you coffee today. All right, guys, and we are back. So let's talk about this, man. What are some of your musical influences? I mean, we bring up, you've seen Stevie Live. Obviously, we're talking about, you know, Mr. Morale and Honestly Nevermind, Kendrick and Drake. What are some influences in particular, if you have any, though, for your music? For my music specifically? Is there someone you go to to, like, get motivation or to to catch a little vibe and and help you get get out of a rut when you're in one? I guess the closest thing would be, like, the thing I'm, the sound that I'm, it does might not even sound like it, but the feeling I'm chasing rather is the feeling I got from late registration, the second Yay album. That's it. That would be the best way to explain that. Cause like that, just the idea of just like the passion and like somebody speaking their truths to power and somebody just being a real person and like, you know, openly. Uh, just, I mean, the same wrongs helped him write those songs, man. I mean, and he had to write those wrongs. Yeah, you know what I mean. He heard him say, "Nothing's ever promised tomorrow today, bro." Ah, bro. No, I know George don't know about Kanye like that. No, Kanye has them bars. No, no, Kanye's him. Yo, I'm gonna open up a store for inspiring MCs. Won't sell no dreams, but the inspiration is free. And if I ever switch sides like Anakin, you sell everything, including the mannequins. They got a new bitch. Now, you Jennifer Aniston, go on. I'll handle it. Don't start panicking. Stay calm. Shorty's at the door because they need more inspiration for their life, their souls, and their songs. And says, Sorry, Mr. West is gone. That shit is Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's like I'm sorry. We're going Mr. Woods. Bro, then, yeah, like that just, whole yeah. album, that whole everything. Um Hell but, yeah. Um and a lot of people, like Outcast, you know, like I was saying, um Lupe Fiasco was an inspiration from mm. that time. Um he was just a crazy wordsmith and like just people that were doing different stuff at rap because like I came up and you know, I loved Fifty and I loved him and I loved all those guys and Nelly and everything, but it's like they had that was the whole point of their of a lot of the presentation was that there's like this hard edged thing and it's like I don't I'm not I'm I'm like, yeah, I know those guys. <laughs> I know those guys, that's not But I'm, I'm not doing, one of those I'm guys. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Like, you know, and so I liked those I liked Andre and Kanye and Lupe and people like that because they presented 
their energy and their interests. And Pharrell, why am I fuck the guy, man? Mm. Why Pharrell for mm. like you know our generation she, underrates him. Do you know what I mean? But like he gave us everything. He gave us all these songs. He had left. two runs. He he, he had, had two he runs. Had more than two, if you count, he's had more than two runs. He's he's <laughs> produced every bro. He was doing he's produced like, for everyone and yes, everybody. Yes, yeah. He was doing fifty. He like him and Chad Hugo during the early Neptune's run. They were producing like. Uh, Justin Timberlake's debut and shit. Yeah, but like, they did like they had like fifty percent of the Billboard like top ten or something. Crazy. That's right. It was crazy. It yeah, was like, like an O two or something. O three. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. And, like the like, summer. Yeah, Britney Spears, Slayfee, all these other, like crazy records. Yep. So it's like, um, yeah, people like that that just were always so clear about their vision. Like, and from a production angle, like the Kanye, Pharrell, uh, Timberland. Um, you know, weird sounds and like different things and stuff like that. Like uh, those were my yeah, just people doing things a little off a of center. You know what I mean? Like people now that I really like, I really like JPEG Mafia because he's so like unabashedly himself and like just so brazen. And the way he mixes his stuff sounds crazy, but you can tell it, like it sounds like it's a mess on purpose, but it's like so meticulous if you really can hear it so like people like that I, I there i like a lot of i, I love everything because i'm i'm down with it all and like anderson you know on the soulful stuff i really love him did you like the bruno and anderson album what did you think about silk sonic it was good it bruno that was a good record it, they shouldn't have held it for that long but to give us seven songs they were beautiful songs they shouldn't have held them for that long. They were going to hold it till this spring. I know. I know. And that's. That <laughs> they were like, been... yo, we're coming out 2022. I'm like, there's 10 records on here. Yeah. You drop, leave the door open and uh, skate. Like, skate, you dropped two yeah. of them already. Like, yeah. put the album out. And put they the did. But they it was did. good. That would have that would have been a mistake if they held on to that. That's Smoking crazy. out the window? Smoking out the window zone. Yo, they. Yo, but Anderson, Man. I'm waiting for the next uh, pack solo record. And I love Bruno too, but like I'm not wait. I'm waiting for the next Pack solo record because I need that. I don't blame you. Um, I his, mean, the last two really ain't been it like that. I feel like uh, they're not like Malibu. He hasn't, and maybe that's what he needed to get away and do all this stuff. And there's supposed to be another No Worries record because they played something. They played a snippet of something at like a live show, but I don't remember what it was called. And not that Anderson's been whacked the last two albums. I'm not saying no, that. because no, he had Smokey Robinson not, no. and Kendrick, and I mean he had legends no, on his albums. They, they're not, but they, they, Oxnard, and then I forget the name of the other one. But yeah, since Malibu, I yeah, feel like I haven't gotten exactly. That might be like his classic. Malibu is Malibu a was crazy. Malibu is a classic. That like that I, album goes crazy. Man, I remember the first time hearing "Come Down" or the you know uh, the waters or like what's the one with Mac? Is it "Come Down"? Is that the one that you? What's the one with Mac Miller? Uh, with Anderson Pack. Yeah, yeah. I think it's on the Malibu. Maybe it's on a Mac album. No, that's on Mac. Yeah, the um, dang, the I can't keep on losing you. Conversation. Yeah, that should be like a ringtone. <laughs> Wait, I th- just hanging. <laughs> hold on to. Yeah. Hey, man, hell yeah! I see. I can tell the soul and 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 the like just all these vibes, man. Like that's yeah. a p- big prevalent thing in your music. Yeah, definitely. I love it. Like I said, we like, need we, more of that. We grew. I mean, like that's how like my like my folks played that stuff all the time. Like James Brown and like just soulful stuff, man. Four tops and like, do you know what I mean? Like spinners and like yeah. real like real soul records. Oh, spinners he, are like heat wave and like like real like so. Like, yeah, it was just in, 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 ingrained, I guess. And all of that stuff's in all of the hip-hop I love, too. So it's, like, win-win. And that's why my stuff is like it is. Like, It's a hodgepodge. There's really too many inspirations, man. I can't, like, say everybody. 
Like, cause there's so many other things that I can't like when I like, like the harmonies of the Beach Boys and uh, like Queen and all them. Like the way they layered harmonies, that's a huge inspiration. Or the way that just there's so much there's so many songwriters that I owe it all to I guess that everybody does like because that's where it all comes I think all of it is all like all of it you know what I mean and like how people say that creativity is like an energy or a spirit or like a force that's outside of us and we're just trying to like tap into it tap literally you just try to prime yourself to get into the frequency to channel it so it's like I can't really say what the inspiration is because it's a piece of that. It's a piece of everything that ever was creative. Like, if if we're gonna get like deep about it, <laughs> <laughs> hey man, we can go as yeah. far as you want on any of these topics. No, but that's that's yeah, that's I think that's good. I think I feel like I don't know. Do you guys feel like you understand? You see where I'm coming from? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, you're trying to tap into a, a certain channel or like you said, a frequency yeah. and. And and channel that energy that way, and yeah, absolutely. Yeah, mine is just hella soulful. I'm just in that that cluster of frequencies over there. Yeah, I mean that's how a lot of artists approach. I mean, we, we bring up honestly, never mind. You know, EDM and house. You know, you got to listen to EDM and house music if you're Drake and and yeah. tap into that. But same thing for someone like you or for anyone else. You know, you listen to late registration. You listen to, um, you know, isn't she lovely? You know, yeah. superstition. You know, those yeah. old Stevie records. Um, w- w- what's the name of the album? Uh, well, Wander in the name of love, or, or, or what's the name of the the Stevie album? From like the the one that's got isn't she lovely on there and stuff. I, I keys to the way of life or keys to the way of oh songs in the key of life. Yes, yeah. yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I didn't that's want to butcher it that bad. Songs yeah. in the key of life. That's a great one. <laughs> like this Hot classic album. July Inner Visions. That's my favorite one. Inner Visions. Ah, oh, that's, that's a beautiful record. <laughs> oh my god. But like, yeah, like the, all those things, man. It's just like trying to. It's like imitation. You see it and you. You want to do that. Yeah, I'm like, let me try to do that and keep iterating on it until you find out what your thing is. And, yeah. And then you iterate on that. I, I used to try and do that in basketball, like in the backyard. Like I'd like watch the finals and then try, try and like nah, drive. Try like, the moves though. And then try nah. and be like LeBron going to the hoop, just like head down, just bull rush. <laughs> no, but that's no, but that's real. You gotta but go. You gotta, you gotta watch like the game. Like where do people expect people to just think of these things from? It's like, right. bro, I saw you do that. Let me go out here and let me practice like my, you know what I mean? My step back or whatever. Let me do these drills for a second. Like I want to be great too. And that's, that's, what it is it's just so i saw a bunch of greats and then i'm you know i feel i feel like i did okay yeah i mean yeah but absolutely we're gonna do we're gonna do even cooler things let's talk about this do you have anything george or i was uh listening to what he says so when like you when you're like emulating these artists is it like you trying to capture like their the the memory it gave you, the the feeling, emotion, feeling. Uh, how it resonates with you. Yeah, like, and mostly now I would, like, it would be way more subtle like that. Like, what I'm talking about, when I'm talking about emulation, it's like the initial artistic period when you're, like, learning how to do art or whatever. Like, when I was writing my first raps, I didn't have a flow yet, right? Calvin doesn't exist as a rapper, so he has to rap, like, Eminem or he has to try to or he has to try to rap like 50 or he has to try to rap like uh, Nas or has to try to rap like whatever else and then you never get it is the best part you never get it just like them or hopefully you don't because that would be the worst 
because what happens when you fail at that, at copying, is that you've, oh, what's this weird thing I did? Nobody's doing that? I'm going to do that. And then, then you iterate on that thing. And that becomes who you are. You know, I think a lot of it starts from just like, I would tell any artist, so like, yeah, try to try to make a song like so-and-so. I used to do it just like as a drill to myself, just like making beats and stuff. Sometimes like, you know, I'm frustrated working on a song. I'm going to just cover another song. I'm going to just listen to a song, and I'm going to listen to all the sounds and just try to estimate real quick, not take too long trying to make it exact, like perfectly one-to-one, -one, like maybe take 15 minutes either looking for a sound or designing a sound and then make that cover, and then try to record it like they. Re I think they recorded it, from what I can hear. And none of those covers sound like the original song, right? right? But they have their own cool, different sort of vibe. And it's like, okay, like I'm learning things that I can do that I wouldn't even have thought about approaching a song with because I needed to see their perspective, but through my eyes. Crazy. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I love the way you ended that. Yeah. Let's talk about this, man. And I'm not trying to get you in trouble. Oh, no. Because some artists think I'm trying to talk shit or get them to say some shit so I can clip it and get this right, viral. Right? Not trying to do that. <laughs> but what are your thoughts on the current scene of music here in Reading? Because, you know, everyone knows this. Everyone knows that. Man, I saw TikTok the other day where this guy, there's a guy that lives here in uh, Reading. I know he lives here because all of his posts are about Reading. It's like six or seven TikTok videos. I've and they're all that. about homeless people wiling out, motherfuckers oh, no. face down on the sidewalk oh, and making fun of the town. The dude lives here. Yeah. Reading, to put it lightly, has a bad rap. Yeah. And I'm born and raised here. Definitely. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on the music scene? How do you think people feel just about our environment, you know, the North State being north yeah. of the Bay in Sacramento? Because people think that's Northern California, and there's a whole other 250 miles you can go until Oregon. Yeah. Do you think Reading's forgotten about? Like, what are your thoughts on the music scene, and, and how do you think artists, or maybe even you in particular, can help kind of, I always say, pop off the North State? How do we even get that going? Because it's like, I feel like it's always like, oh, I got I to gotta go to LA. I got to go yeah. to San Fran, Oakland. I got to go promote my shit in, in San Jose or Sacramento. Why can't it just be, yeah, I got to go to the Civic Auditorium. There's going to be 5,000 motherfuckers outside. That's what I'm saying. Like, why, what do you think is missing I from the scene? What are your thoughts on it? So that's a heavy, there's a lot there from just the, the aspect of people about Reading being overlooked, I guess, and you know, having a bad rap, you know, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot that's gone on in recent years and stuff. Um, I think also a big thing that I see, you know, because people do, I feel like people do, you know, have a bad idea of what this place is because there's a lot of beauty here. A lot. Natural a, beauty. Natural beauty. And there's a lot of, you know, opportunity here for this to be a really um, important and um, unique and, uh, a community that's like exemplary to a lot of places of uh, what what the North State can be, um, so that's hard. But also, there's a lot of energy I feel also being from here, from kids that grew up here, that just also adopted that. Like they've resigned themselves to the idea that like those people are right. We are, we we can't you know, we are as bad as they say we are. You know, and I think that is the first would be the first key is to like sort of like, you know, come together as community. And like, guys, why do we really feel like that? You know, and on, and be honest with each other and, you know, try to 
go from there and build on a community that makes everybody not have to feel like that, you know? So that would be my first thing. And then to the artists in, um, I think it's, uh, a sort of a similar thing and a byproduct of that same energy where people don't believe that they can do it for real. They can't do it for real from here, from here, especially not, or nobody from here could have done, you know, like, and we can't, trust each other to do that and it's a very strange energy to me and I it's not strange because I when I came up here and I was younger there were some older rappers that had that same energy and it was always about like ah, I opened for this person and that person so you should take my advice and do all this and like oh yeah I'm gonna kind of blow you off maybe I'll work on stuff with you and it's just like I didn't I wasn't here to like ask for that I was just trying to you know build community just like hey we're all here we could all benefit from it um, so and that's why I appreciate young guys that are here, like like I said earlier, like the X3 kids, like um, Travi and Davey and all of those kids. They are really dope, and I think they're an example of somebody that's trying to do that. And they're, you know, they'll open up their doors in the studio and stuff. I don't know if they're still doing them. They were doing, like, those, like, Right, like the writing sessions where, like, you know, everybody, last year, yeah. yeah, I don't know if they still are anymore, but yeah, yeah last year for sure they and had like just, open house basically. Yeah, and it's like come down, like everybody gets a song recorded, like that's cool. Like it's part what, of the reason they're able to kind of have as much reach as they do right I know, now. Like, but in there, in there, but those guys, it's and that's the thing. It's not even a, like they're gonna do good because they're building community. Right. That's what it is. Like, and I I think if more people in the town acted like that, I think it'd be a better thing. Because even, like, I was just in Chico, right? I was just in Chico on Friday for my homegirl's, uh, no, Thursday. My homegirl had an EP release out there. This girl, Lorna Such, incredible, like, jazz singer. She's incredible. Like, Lorna Such, you should look up for EP. Lorna Such, we're going to file that away. Yeah, she's, then, she's yeah. really good. She's in a band called Lo and Behold out there. They're incredible musicians. Okay. And almost every Chico musician that I've met out there, I saw out there that night. Because everybody was out there supporting. And then a bunch of them were playing, like, in this huge band that was, like, going through these two sets. And, like, and it was, like, well, I can't, like, I know all the people that would fill those spots here in Reading. I know all the people, all the different types of performers and people that just, you know, need to need an outlet like that, but nobody will click up. And so that's kind of frustrating. And then maybe my third point on that, as far as art is concerned, as far as that, my friend Eric Pace used to always say, I told him we should have made bumper stickers. Reading needs more stages. Reading needs more stages for everybody. Because there are, there's a lot of, there is a lot of live events and live music and stuff, but they almost never call on the like younger, different genre type of stuff. It's always the jazzy or the country. It's exactly, or the, yeah. and it's like and which is cool, and that's but, super cool. And I don't want to take no food out of those guys' mouths because they're incredible musicians too, and I respect yeah. them too. I'm asking the the people that are putting on these events they're like hey maybe try these kids out there's some kids here that are probably like a really dope indie band that could you know or somebody there's some there's somebody somewhere like so but like to places like the dip and to places like um even like temple music the homies like the people just providing stages providing places for people to play their music and um engage in that community in that way. I think it's just going to be the ultimate thing to all of the, you know, all of that question of, you know, it's going to have to be community being together in every 
sense of that, I guess. Why don't you think people up here in, in Reading and, and just the North State in general get along? Why, why is it a crabs in a barrel mentality? Just in the city sense or in the music sense? In the music, music sense. sense, because I mean, yeah. unfortunately, it, it seeps into the city and, and yeah. everywhere else. It it's feels all, like, that's but that's a bigger question. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, you know, <laughs> why is it so hard for? I guess artists and whatnot, because I mean, me as a podcaster, I've talked about it on here before, I'm not going to drag it out, but like, I definitely feel there's not a lot of sense of community from other people around here. It's very dog-eat-dog. It's very like, oh, you think you're number one? No. Or I'm number one, or I'm the bet. Why in the music scene up here can people not have that sense of community, you think? I don't know. I don't know. What can we do to fix it? Because they're, like, because I've been around for a while. I remember when I was like younger and first playing music and first playing shows, like high school age, there was like an indie scene. You know, there was like a hardcore, like punk rock scene. Like those were my first shows. Like I was playing shows in sweaty garages with hardcore punk bands, like still making the type of music that I make, knowing that they're not there for me and like having to perform anyway. And that taught me how to perform just for an audience in general. You know, and the coolest thing I would learn from those experiences was that afterwards, like, you know, especially because it was very call and response, um, uh, the people really reacted to that. And it was a thing where we would like it would be like communal after that. I think we just have to try, I guess, is the answer, because like people aren't. I don't know. I feel like I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know why people aren't clicking up. And I could help, too. I could because I know a lot of these people. So I can't just put it on like, why is nobody doing anything, you know? And then but like sit idly by. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. but it's like, you know, and I get it too. Maybe that's what it is because for me, sometimes it's like my life is busy outside of trying to do this, you know, and like um, there's just other things that go on. But I don't know. I hope we can figure that out because that would be really special to show people the like the type of light and the type of unique like qualities and talents that these folks have like because honestly man like there are so many creative kids here i used to man they were yeah there's there's <laughs> i just have stories that are off tangent there with just but that are you can tell them if you want you can tell one of there them were, yeah there was okay so there was like i forget where the house is now i think it's like some normal people there now which is cool but we used to call this house uh the real world house because we would imagine that there was always there was there were actually we wouldn't imagine this there were always different people living in this house like groupings of like younger people and they're always throwing parties so we would joke that if they shot the real world you remember that old mtv reality show oh yeah yeah so it wasn't was sierra on there like yeah, yeah sierra's on yeah. there and stuff yeah they they uh if they shot real world in Reading, they would shoot it at this house because there was always parties going on. And one time, our friends ended up being in the grouping of people that lived there, and they would throw, like, these crazy parties that were also, like, local art shows of all of these. Like, So every room in the house would be covered with paintings from some local artist and some person that you never seen. Like, people that, like, you know, had some really unique painting style or really hyper-realistic pencil drawings or all of It was so insane. And then there would be, like, you know... It's like a keg. You pay, you know, five bucks for a cup to come in and look at all this art, and then you go out back, and there was like a pool, and there was like a band playing, and like it was like it was all and it was all local artists, all just like, and they just did this with the house that they were staying at. 
And that's what I'm saying. Like, just simple things like that. Like, like I was saying, I was out in Chico. I saw everybody out there to support this one person. Do you know what I mean? And it was like Chico's that. very community. They, they, if, Chico's if any, very community. Anybody, if you like their local music scene, while they Chico might not, that. while they might not be like popping, popping with people like blowing up and stuff, they at least created a local economy for that. So the the yeah. local musicians, they don't have to, they don't have to go on tour and stuff. They know they're like. I could go to these four or five places and we're going to have a big show and we're going to like, like that's, we could at least do that here first before we figure out how to take over the world. You know what I mean? But like, why does it even need to be about that? Why can't we just know how dope we are? Like we got to overcompensate, you know what I mean? And we need it to be, and like, we got to bring this artist here, you know what I mean? And pay them a bunch of money. So we got to pay to sell tickets to our own show and like not make anything off of it, and this guy doesn't care because you know what I mean. Like it doesn't mean anything to him. Why not invest in like putting together our own local music festival with all local music artists or something? Like that would be crazy. What a novel idea! Get some of the food trucks or somebody get some donors involved. You know what I mean? Like it would not be that. It would not be that difficult. So yeah, maybe I'll do it. Just I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I got time, but maybe though. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, and, and to wrap this up, because I'm not going to, uh, on this podcast, I don't want this to be the place where, you know, I feel like I come in here and shit on Reading, but. No, we love Reading. We love Reading. Love Reading. Born and raised That's Reading. why we want to talk about it, because we want things to be better. And I hope that, like, nothing. We're not going to act like things are great. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're not going to be better. the best. Yeah, exactly. And but I, things aren't terrible. Yeah. At things all. aren't terrible. There's so much potential here, and there's so much opportunity mm. here. And I hope. I'm starting nobody, to hate that word. I hear it so much. But my potential, uh, but potential. I, I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah, oh, yeah, I had a coach, I had a coach. It, it, to me, it just represents what you anything. haven't done, you haven't and done everyone's anything, just waiting yeah. for someone to do yeah. it. It's like, yeah, God damn, man, yeah, anyway, yeah, that's true. Well, then who's it gonna be, fellas? Like, what are we doing? Calvin. You know, if we're just talking, Calvin, we're we're, we're working, we're working, <laughs> we're working. <laughs> I'm trying to be quiet over here, but you're giving me a lot of good ideas and a lot of a lot of sauce right now for I this. Know, so, I know, yeah. that's what I'm saying. We can, we can, we can make By the way, please, for the love of God, do this shit indoors. What yeah. are you guys thinking doing this outdoors when it's like 105? Artists oh don't want to be sweating, bro. Oh, my God. You got to go to the Civic, the Cascade. You got to go. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. We'll, yeah. figure, it we'll no, figure it out. We'll figure it out. Someone will figure it out. We're, we're always yeah. working. Even Tell them the Cascade idea. Hell no, no, it's no, a no, public don't platform. Give it, no, no, right, don't give it, don't give it away. I love George. Tell me off mic. Tell me off mic. Yeah, tell me off mic. It's not like these are million dollar, like I don't want them to steal my ideas. Who said they're not million dollar ideas? Tell me off mic. There's a lot of great ideas, but the thing is people here aren't going to, they lose faith in they can get it here. They're like, oh, Redding's terrible. Like, the, the first no they get. Look how many lakes we have around us. Look how many mountains, beautiful hiking, green. I mean, I know sometimes if you know fires and stuff, but yeah, we have, we can all get and we it. have our issues. We can all get it here. Else. Yes, we can get it here. Right. We can make I it concur. happen here. If you work hard enough, it's gonna happen. Yep. And that's what we always talk about. Like you know, let's work harder. Like we're well, busy, but we're gonna make it happen. Yeah. Well, Bust that's like let's uh, make it shake. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, I saw on the on the news the other day that there's a couple of new murals here in town and stuff. And, and I bring this up to say that writing's getting a little more inclusive. You know, there's a brand new Pride mural going up, uh, which I do think is great for the city um, during Pride Month. And there's another uh, like like an Indian tribal one that's on the side yeah. of Cascade, yeah. you know, and, and, the, and the steakhouse right there. Beautiful murals. I mean, really like you could great. tell someone poured their heart and soul into this yeah. shit um, and stuff like that is is good. While you know, I, I do know the native thing's been a big thing here for a while. You know, probably since you know, everyone started originally coming here. Being more inclusive will help Reading. Yeah. And this town 
Hates change. I'm a yes. born and raised resident. I don't yeah. mind saying that shit. You guys hated the Sundial Bridge when the McConnell Foundation Facts. came through. And, and Talk about 02, it. 02, 03, 04. Soon as that bitch opened, it is the biggest thing. It's on every police car. You know, it's one of the biggest things. Yeah. Um, you got Sundial. You got, you know, I think the auditorium, they got to do something with that. Yeah. Uh, the, the lease deal just dropped out or whatever it was. I'm not sure what's going on behind closed doors with that. But, you know, the cities, they have ideas to maybe redo that. My point being, before I just go on a tangent, is... There's potential, and we're getting more inclusive, and that's a good thing for Reading. Yeah, and no, um, I'm I'm all for it because everybody's got to be here. We all got to be here, and Cascades a great place to have a concert. You have the steakhouse right there. Oh you have vintage God. across the street. You have 1724. You have a bar. Yes, I can get pissed drunk, walk right across <laughs> two, two feet across the street, walk into a theater. Go it's crazy. AC. It's it's dark. Yeah. I just got to. I could sit down. I could stand. It it just makes too much sense, and the fact that no one's put it together. Um, it's, it's kind of nuts, actually. It's weird. In, in 2022, no one's put together, and it doesn't have to be straight hip-hop and R&B, but that is what's the underserved here it's in the community. And they, it would sell out, man. Like It I, would, it would, man. Just People make would money. buy, man. It would just make money. Like, it would just make money. Like, that's Calvin crazy. Black, the X3 dudes, uh, my, my little brother Jared, uh, 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 RT and Wheezy, XO Antonio. Let's go. Uh, you know, Marcus. Let's go. All the, everyone, bro. Let's go. Everyone. Get I'll get everyone. Spacey up here. I'll get Aaron down here. And yeah, and I mean, it, it'd be Redding and friends. You know, I figured people got friends, Fantastic. you know. Fantastic. So. Spacey's from here. He's just in uh, okay. He's just in LA right now. But yeah. Gotcha. No. We, it has to be. We'll have to click up at some point. If you think about any of the, like, especially in hip hop, all of the movements that worked like that, worked like that. Like, that's why Atlanta's still running everything. It's because everybody in Atlanta was like, I was going to bring them up a while ago, but everyone in Atlanta fucks with each other. Yeah, exactly. And and everyone genuinely supports. And how did, when when Houston had its moment, it was when everybody was working together. You know what I mean? People aren't out there fighting each other, shooting and killing each other. They're not talking shit on Instagram or TikTok to each other. Yeah, man. Like, Like, why was everybody, they're so. Los Angeles, same thing. LA is very the thing, support. LA. The thing about this age too is that it's like hip hop is a, like a it is a competitive genre, I guess, so to speak. Like, but right now is the the time that makes the least sense because that doesn't affect anything. Like, even like diss records and stuff, they don't mean anything anymore. That's why nobody does that. Do you know what I mean? Like Drake diss Meek and his records still streamed what they streamed with his fans. Do you know what I mean? It's like nothing happens. Like, so like, why are we wasting any time trying to look down on each other? If you don't like homies music like that, be a grown up and be like, yo, I rock with you, but we don't necessarily need to collab. I don't know how our music's going to work together, but like support each other. Like, it's not hard to just be like, you guys are tight. Even if I don't, and you know, that looks different in a lot of different ways in this age. Everybody wants you to promote stuff and whatever. That's a different thing for me. But, like, I always, to these cats, I always reach out to them, at least in some way. Like, they'll tell you that I'm in their DMs, like, hey, I really like this song. Like, you guys are, hey, you guys are really making cool it's moves. It's tough being that guy, Calvin, because I do the same shit. I feel yeah. like for podcasters and, and other people, it's it's tough to, uh, I don't want to say the high road, but yeah, it's tough to always be the supportive one and not yeah. feel like you get the energy back or feel like you. It's a, man, it's, it's part of it the It sucks game. to not get something out of it. I'm not going to lie to you. Not that you game. go looking for that, but it sucks to not get. It'll all come. But it's part of the game. Yeah, and it'll all, it'll all. People aren't always going to dap you up. Up and, yeah. and 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 give you a hug and, and share a plate with you. They're not yeah. gonna, some people just That's don't do fine, that shit. But I'm because I, I know what I'm doing. I'm over here building something, right? And the people that are with me are very much with me. And so all I have to do is focus on that and keep that going and just keep it honest, man. Like keep it real. 
<laughs> keep it real, dog. <laughs> nah, but like honestly, that's all. That's all I'm really focused on, and I'm keeping it real with those people around me. I'm keeping it real with the people that are close to me and the people that are at a distance. Like it's just what it is. Like I try to be transparent about it. So, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what. All the artists here in Reading, I have I, two. I have two recommendations. Visit Oakland. I don't mean skyscraper, Oracle, call. I mean Oakland. Love where you think it's rough, quote unquote, or where you don't know what's up, make sure you got a friend or something. If you if you think you need to have that, visit Oakland and then visit San Francisco because the Bay Area has always been together. E forty two short, Mac Dre, all these motherfuckers, man, they they let G Easy get in. They're so inclusive, they let G Easy nah, get some G, shit off. G Easy's dope too. He, he is. Cool. No, he is. I, I'm not hating on G Easy, but like E forty and and J and oh, like they're all doing songs with G Easy back, you know, when he first dropped and whatnot. All there to support him. Everyone's on the debut yeah. album. Everyone knows he's popping. Yeah. You know, the chicks know he's popping. And he did that too, though. You and there's a I lot mean? of a lot of art and culture in the Bay. I, I bring up Oakland yes. and San Fran, like Umbrella Alley. Like there's just different places where it's like, what the fuck is this even? Like it used to be an alley. It used to, but seriously, it's like, yeah. what is this? This yeah. is crazy. It's very funky and cultural and yes. artsy, and it's 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 gritty. You know what yeah. I mean? Like there's certain neighborhoods um, in the Bay where it's very gritty and, and artsy, and it's yeah, you can go ahead and, and our future home eventually. Right? <laughs> George wants to live in San Francisco so bad. Oh, yeah. I bring up how expensive it is, and he's gonna it's be like, nah, nah, "I'm not." We'll just make the money. That's what I'm saying. He we gotta, said, "We'll just make some money." Up. Then it won't matter. Again, he doesn't he understand how expensive matter. it is. Yeah, he doesn't get it. He doesn't get it. I love his dreams. I love the no, ambition. I feel, I feel him though. I feel and then I, I look at rent for like a two bedroom. Yeah, that's fail. That's terrifying. <laughs> it is five grand in the fucking bur- like in the worst, <laughs> worst. <laughs> No, but I love the idea. I, George, you know that'll happen sometime. I just a long time for now. Future, it's gonna be in the rotation eventually. Yeah. yeah. And while we're here, we should make this place a cool haven for artists. Yes. And and you guys are doing a great thing. And like, keep please, like you know, I know you're gonna do it anyway. But I'm encouraging you to keep looking out and reaching out to, to all different types of people in this area, different artists and different creatives, because. It's so needed, and it'll embolden us, and it, everything will grow together. I promise. I promise. Hundred percent. Right, so hundred thousand yeah. percent. Let's leave that. Let's leave that right here. Uh, get my shit together over here. <laughs> let's talk about this, Calvin. Any chance of you putting out an EP or any sort of full project at some point this year? I don't know what an album and a mixtape difference is yeah. anymore. Shit all sounds the it's same. Mixtapes are for sale. I thought yeah. mixtapes were free back in the day. Yeah. Now guys like Dirk and Baby and everyone puts out mixtapes that aren't albums. This album is my album. Now it's a deluxe it's all, album. But it's all original music. Yeah. Now yeah. I got 13 music videos on my deluxe. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I but think are you preparing to drop a full thing? Or are you just going one at a time? Maybe maybe a two-pack and that's, that's it. I mean, what's the approach to drop? In 2022 and beyond, I'm going to to the first question of if I have a project or something that I would like to put out this year. Yes, and I okay. think and I think I have to leave it at that right now because I I talk too much about projects. I almost didn't want to talk about. This, we don't got to talk about nothing. You don't want to yeah, talk about. So we we want, can talk about anything we, you want to talk about. But we, yeah. There's stuff. There's stuff. And okay. in, in the interim, y'all will get a lot faster of the little quick fire stuff. So there will be a song next week and ostensibly every week or every other week after that for, for quite some time. And then 
Yeah. And the other thing. Hopefully when it gets. Yeah. Are you waiting for fall? Are you a fall guy? Or is it just like whenever my vibe's right, I'm coming? I kind of want to wait for fall. I think that that's the type of artist that I am in general. I'm not like. They, I have stuff you can jam in the summer. Say, sense not, of it all is a July, yeah, Sunday but, drive, windows down, I really, finding myself song. I am really, this stuff is, it's stuff you're going to like listen to while you're, while you're like, like kids that study and stuff that like listen to like, like intense music. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, it's going <laughs> to, it's gonna. It's just gonna be something that I want to be more thoughtful. I want to be sat with. I feel like in the fall you sit with more stuff. You know what I mean? Slower time. It's colder outside. Colder time. Yeah, darker exactly, earlier. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Get in a little earlier. Yeah. You're with get your, up a little later. Yeah. You're with your thoughts a little bit more. I just want you to be mm. with me with your thoughts a little bit more. So that'll probably be around fall. Damn! I have another question. I'll just end it right there. <laughs> I want you to be with me with your thoughts. Is that what you tell the chicks? I Yo, mean, that was smooth, bro. I mean, you'd have to ask them. I don't know. I don't you know, know. If I didn't have another question, I would have just capped it right, right there. I'm right. not even going to hold you. Right. I have another question for you, though. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. <laughs> George, do you have anything before I, I – this, this is my last one. So do you have anything? I was just going to ask you if you have anything to plug or, you know, anything you want to support. Make sure Reddy knows about I don't want to feel like we're wrapping up right this second. But no, just, yeah. Just warning, just forecasting what kind of comes next and – 2022 next year and just and, and beyond you know I mean we talk about maybe doing the shows um, everyone loves visiting Chico to support everyone loves yeah. going to the bay uh, but what about Reading and just the, the North State I know Chico's part of the North State yeah. but what comes next for you what do you plan on just doing I the rest need of the to year? book I need to book some stuff I will probably I'll probably go book something right after this actually I'm mm. gonna go to a place that most people know I'll be at live so you'll probably see me at the dip next. Um, Where's the dip? The dip. Oh, I should you know, know the their dip? address by oh. heart by now, but it's it's uh, the Bog Bean parking lot. Oh, yeah. okay, got you, it's got like, you. Oh, that's ill. That's, that's like the. It's you that's come, ill. You I know exactly what you're talking about now. You have okay. to catch a show. You have to Hell come yeah. to the next one. Both you have to. Um, <laughs> when is your next show? We can go ahead and plug that if I you don't, want. I don't have one. Oh, you don't have yet, one. Got you. But I'm gonna go book one now. You guys inspired me too. The next show I'm playing is ironically in Chico next month. On the 23rd at Ohm on the Range. So if any of our Chico listeners want to go out there, I haven't been out in Chico uh, live in a minute. It would be good to have, you know, some love out there. So we might have to go down to Chico with yeah, you. Yeah, come yeah. On. Oh, bro, we, we've been talking about this. Oh, that's on, on a Saturday, too. So Oh, come on. I know everybody out there, too. We get crazy. <laughs> come on. Like, we We're trying it. to expand into Chico and, and, and just other it. places besides Reading, you Let's know. Do so, it. Let's yeah. Do it. Let's do it. No, Hell yeah. That'll be super fun. So, um, yeah, so that, um, like I said, I'm going to be just dropping songs uh, sporadically. I wish I could give people more of hard dates, but it'll be fun to just see it show up. So, like, yeah. uh, you know, follow me on whatever, on Spotify or whatever, Calvin Black. Calvin Black on Instagram. And I'll pull up in your, like, Discover Weekly. And what, what a beautiful surprise that is. I always love that when somebody texts you that, when they're like, oh, I can't believe this. Like, you're in there. I'm like, yeah, man. Like, it's not... Twenty dollars. I paid for it, brother. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm it, supposed to be. It better be there. I scheduled that two weeks ago. Like, <laughs> like you, what do you mean? Yeah. But, the notification no. came up. It should have. Yeah. But you don't. You can't sound like an asshole. So right? it's like. But it's like I paid for it to do that. But that's cool. Right. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah, just. 
just keep looking out for the music on all the streaming stuff. Uh, follow me on IG. That's probably where the, the best place to find me. Just Calvin Black, all one word. Um, it's a little cartoon smiley face of me. Um, and yeah, just... Dope picture, by the way. Who yeah, made that for you? Who made um, that? Who did that logo? Oh, my, Aaron. Aaron Fairchild, my homie that raps and produces and draws and codes and directs and Shout writes Aaron scripts. Fairchild. I was going to yeah, round of yeah. applause. Bro, bro. bro is... I'm Hell not even yeah. kidding. He's, he's Donald Glover. Like, he's that level of talent and just people just don't know yet and he just lives a really busy life, but we'll, we're going to figure it out. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, follow me, Calvin Black. Um, and love you guys, man. This is great. Hell yeah. This is great. I got one last thing for you. I didn't know. I knew better than to do it, and I didn't want to lead with it. Almost brought a pick in my hair as well. I thought you'd find <laughs> I'm glad you didn't. <laughs> it won't stay. Didn't. My hair is like all, it's just like a, it's a long line. Like it doesn't curl. It doesn't do nothing. Yeah, so the pick crazy. wouldn't stay. I was like, I'm aware of it because that way you'll feel more comfy. I'm like, I don't think he'll like <laughs> me wearing a pick. I don't know but. if I would feel more comfy. <laughs> No, I don't no. think he'll like me wearing a pick. So I'm was, not gonna do we it. We were talking about that. I need to do that as merch, like with like uh, the Afro pick with like Calvin Black, Calvin as the oh logo. good god, or like or like the smiley face logo in the middle of it. Like that would be crazy, right? Dude, that shit's the new three hat. Yeah, facts. <gasps> no, we did it. We did it. We did hit the yeah hit the yeah <laughs> yeah. We did That's it. the new three hat right we there. We did it, y'all. The three hat sold like five million. Chance that he's like, oh, I did five million of he's those. Still wearing it. He's from still, like six years still wearing that it. was coloring book and yeah. he's still yeah he's on like the project five now or something yeah he on project five yeah is chance an influence for you i feel like i heard maybe a little bit of chance as far as the raspiness I call chance an influence i did chance a lot i feel like we i feel like i've been doing what i've been doing for so long that i can't call him an influence if that makes any sense and that's no shot to him i think he is somebody that makes you see like oh I was on the right idea with the ideas that I was trying to execute. Like we were both just doing, I feel like some artists, I feel like the majority of us are inspired by different things that we see. And then we're just, that's just where the current is flowing. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Oh, so like that's everybody. How so how like Andre kicked open the singing and rapping and then like, you know, uh, 808s happens and then Drake and then, you know, in Reading, I'm like, okay, I get it. So I, this is, does make sense together. And then in Chicago, completely unrelated, he's like, oh, I'm going to try singing and rapping this way. Do you know what I mean? So while our styles do have, like, they do, I can see the symmetry in them. I don't, I wasn't, I wouldn't say I was inspired by Chance. But okay. I love, I love his music. And I love. Do you like the last album? I don't get why everybody hated it so much. Really, it's not that bad. Hot Shower is not that bad. People, we're listening to worse songs right now than Hot Shower. People are people were people just you can't do three and then follow that up with that with the I love my wife album. Yes. that's a popping radio. And it's radio not shit. a bad. It's not a bad record. Listen, it's to not it coloring again. book and acid it's rap. Not, that's what I'm saying. You yeah. can't do like you can't and call it the big day. The big day was was coloring book. I thought that was that was a huge day. That fam. was a huge day. Crazy. I remember it. That I was, remember that day. Like that, was, that wasn't the biggest day. Okay. All right. <laughs> no. Well, this ain't the biggest day. I'll no, tell you that right that's now. That's facts. That's facts. No, that's super facts. But I, uh, he's about to come back with some new stuff. I liked all the new stuff he's been he's, he's been due. dropping. The highs and the lows is really good with Joy Badass. The he's just been dropping little snippets and like little things here and there. And I, I, he's gonna yeah he's gonna come back. 
He's going to be fine. But, man, the trajectory he was on, if he had just nailed that album, because that was the significance of it. That was the significance of it was that he, he could He was up get, next. He, and that he called it, we were talking about names of projects. You remember he specifically called the first three projects mixtapes. All three right. of those are original. Coloring Book is a mixtape. Coloring Book, 10 Day, and Acid Rapper mixtapes. Yes. Every one of those albums is all original music. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And they all did so good and blew him up so much. And then he said, okay, guys, this isn't a mixtape anymore. This is an album. It, that's the difference now is that the perceived level of quality or intention in it. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like a retrain the listener. Yeah, yeah, because it's like, oh, a mixtape, I can just, it's whatever. We're just going to listen to this for, like, mixtape, I heard somebody say online a mixtape is what an artist calls it when they don't uh, want to have to, like, care about how people respond to it. Oh, it was just a mixtape. It was not, you know, stuff I had lying around. It was just like, an EP. Yeah, it was yeah. just a, it's like, bro, you worked on all those songs. Y'all made those from scratch. Like, you care, you know? Yeah. But that was the issue, was that we're, like, perceiving it as, like, this needs to be a quality jump, because this isn't a mixtape no more, so. And the quality just wasn't there, and it then people shit there. on that. And, it wasn't right. there. Yeah. It, it did sound rushed, but it's it's not as bad as people say. And I rock with Chance, but he's not, he didn't. I guess I he can met say Kanye West. He's never gonna fail, he's man. Never gonna fail. And then, and then Kanye said, "Sit your ass down, yo, yo I'm flop." That's like it's like crazy. Damn. That was so insane. I'm God, not, yeah. I feel so bad for him because you know Kanye probably doesn't even want people to see that too. You oh, know good God, I mean? like, hell no. Like, and you know, Chance sees Kanye as like a like a second dad, yeah, probably bro, or, or a big cousin, man. Bro, like no way, he doesn't. I bet. I bet. Yeah, I bet that probably affected their relationship, but. People Who say does? they haven't spoke since. They haven't made a song ever. I mean, he wasn't on Donda. You know what I mean? Which I, I don't need him on Donda. I got Baby Keen. Thank you very much. Let's get right. <laughs> Let's get right. Oh, no. You, you. He went crazy. People hate oh, that. Oh, I my know. God. He went I so nuts. I'm about to move. Yo, I need a new girl. My old one was me. No, he went crazy. Baby went Keen crazy. went crazy. No, I love I, that I, shit. I love that. That's that's one of my favorite features. <laughs> when I, I loved Baby Keem's album. I really yeah, did. Yeah, absolutely. Because he tried different stuff. There's, he didn't have to do that. He could have gone, gotten a bunch of hella straightforward like trap beats that would have went hard and did his thing on them, his melodic thing on them, and he didn't. He picked a bunch of like there's weird songs on there. Like that's I like it. Like Pink Panties is weird. Like the way that that starts after the second, after the you know after the intro where it's like oh this is cool and like this, this cool is sample yeah, and then it's like or, or the trademark sorry I'm tripping and then he uh, he uh, <laughs> then it's just like. It sounds like he's doing like a Manny Fresh impersonation and that beat is so, I love it. I love everything that Baby Keem is doing. I think PG Langbats are really run it. It sucks that that dropped in the middle of the Drake Kanye thing or like right after, yeah. like two weeks after CLB and it just kind of went under the under the rug, unfortunately. It's all right though. He, he did what he did. The kids love him. The, Family Ties won the Grammy. Like That's it's one I'm of the saying. biggest songs I like. I mean, it still did its thing. He's, he's Range Brothers be, was all over TikTok, you know, he top of the moment. He does the moment. He doesn't need you know? to blow up right now. I said, that's yeah. the problem. Everybody wants to get to the top first. Then what do you do? Look at Drake. You fall. Yeah. You, yeah. Drake's, that's why Drake's special and that's why people hate him. But like everybody else, you get to the top and you fall. And so I'm okay climbing. I'm having a good time getting up here. I'm climbing, bro, and I'm taking my time with it. And everybody's like, hey, come on. You want this ladder? Like, you know, it'll cost you. And I'm like, no, nah, it's okay. I'm going to just say I, I got this path over here. I'm doing, I'm doing all right. I'm going to get up there. But you got to take time with it because, like, it's not – nothing's forever. The guy that's climbing the mountain 
is always more hungry and motivated than the guy standing on top of the mountain. Yeah. What do you do after that? In my opinion. What do you do after that? I heard a really good quote when somebody said, um, just, you know, talking about doing things over time and things progressing. It's like old men have, or young men have all the ideas and no money. Old men have all the money and no ideas. Mm. So give some to us, man. Shit, inflation. You know what I'm saying? You seen gas? Gotta find it somewhere in the middle. Gotta find it somewhere in the middle. (laughs) You seen the price of chicken breast recently? Like, god damn, man. Yo, I'm just trying Uh. to, you know, cook something up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm good, man. George, you got anything else for for Mr. Calvin Black, man? This was... An absolute vibe, Covered all dude. bases. Yeah, this is really I hate fun. to feel like I left anything on the bone, man. I, I, I want to get to the bottom of everything with you. And I, this I, is I, I think we did that, this is, I think we really did. Yeah. Let's, we got to do this again. When, I'm, when I drop, let's do another one. Can we? I'm down. I always like, tell artists, man, whenever y'all drop an album, come up here. Yeah. And no motherfuckers drop albums. No. Like, I need, I need a mixtape or an album. Yeah. All the artists. I'm talking For like... For real. I'm oh, talking Davey. I'm talking Davey, Rocky. Travis, I'm talking Jared. I'm talking... Rocky, Jared, Wavy, Wheezy. All y'all. I need albums. Albums. Y'all Records. have one song on Apple, and I'm not hating. Y'all got one hey, song, God. and I, I can't bump shit. Gabriel. Everybody, come on, drop. I'm waiting. <laughs> I love it, man. I'm waiting. I love Feed the streets. We believe. Nah, and for real, we, we believe in y'all, and we believe in this place, and the, nobody did it alone. Not one. And they won't do it alone. It's never happened. That's why George joins me, because it's like, I can't, you know what I mean? It's just not, yeah, you gotta have someone, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So we in this thing. Calvin did. Calvin did. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, yesterday's price is is not not today's today's price. (laughs) (laughs) For real, though. Oh, man. Calvin, thank you for coming on, man. I appreciate it very much. Yeah, absolutely. We're gonna do this again. George, appreciate it. Absolutely, we will. July 23rd, you can catch Calvin and Chico, California? Yes, at Ohm on the Range. I do not have the address, but look it up. Ohm on the Range, like O-M. You have a whole month to post it on Instagram. Exactly. Follow me on Calvin Black uh, Black on Instagram, and you'll you'll be updated with plenty of time to get tickets and a nice outfit, and you know what I mean? And, And learn some songs, memorize them. That's the most fun. We have so much more fun when we do this. Uh, together as a team so yeah absolutely engage absolutely well look i don't say this too often but this went better than i thought it would so thank you man thank you i appreciate this is awesome (laughs) yeah hell yeah if you guys have made it this far thank you for listening if you guys have watched this far thank you for watching i appreciate all you guys very much i'll be back here just in a couple days and i'll see you guys later have a good one yeah you